Uh, well, kia ora whanau, uh, uh, and greetings in the beautiful name of Jesus Christ. Uh, my name is Ronji. I'm one of the Fresh Truth Ministry Brothers. Uh, that's us here on this call. Uh, if you don't know, Fresh Truth is a small budget as a group of Bible-believing, Christ-centered uh, followers of Jesus Christ, and we live in South Auckland. Uh, we're passionate about sound biblical truth and standing for and sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, family, uh, we at Fresh Truth um, know, and I'm sure you do, that we're living in some really crazy times at the moment. Uh, vaxxed, unvaxxed, uh, mandates, people in lockdown, people losing jobs or about to lose jobs, churches unable to meet. And we know uh, that these are fascinating times. And we also know that a lot of people are asking big, important questions that need to be discussed uh, uh, will I lose my job if I refuse the vax mandate? Should I even take the vaccine? Uh, what about natural immunity and, and antibodies? How do I feel uh, with all the far-reaching powers that this government is using at the moment? And for Christians, there are major questions that, that Christians are asking as well. Is the vaccine the mark of the beast? Uh, should I be submitting to this government as Romans 13 and 1 Peter 2 teach, even though I disagree with what they're doing? Or should I defy the government, with, uh, similar to how Peter and John did in Acts chapter 4? Or should churches even stop unvaxxed people from coming into their services and worshipping? Well, family, tonight we wanted to share a really short uh, lockdown talanoa with you, uh, looking at many of these questions. Uh, we, the Fresh Truth crew, are having these conversations every day with our friends and our family. And we're all wrestling with these questions and trying to make sense of it all. Our focus is to try and provide some biblical principles to help us think and process through these questions. As the Apostle Paul writes in Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6, our words need to be full of grace and yet seasoned with salt so that we know how we ought to answer each one or how to provide godly answers to the massive questions that people are asking. We at Fresh Truth want to remind Christians that even though we need to respond to the cultural context we're living in and provide godly and helpful answers to these questions, we must ensure the gospel and biblical truth is central to all of our conversations. We are unashamedly gospel and Bible focused. That's the heart of Fresh Truth and the Fresh Truth brothers that are here. And so we want to discuss these major questions with grace and truth. But let's ensure, family, that we don't forget to share the saving message of Jesus Christ with others while we're having discussions about uh, mandates, lockdowns, and so on. So tonight, we want to give some biblical perspective on three key areas, um, the vax, unvax debate, uh, the mandates, and then finally, the role of the church and Christians during these times. And then our brother Richie will end with an encouragement from God's birth for us. I'm going to hand it over uh, to Matokoua uh, Tevita, and he's going to be sharing next. God bless. Malo, Pito, Ranji. Malo, to everyone. Uh, I greet you all in the, the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Um, just before I cover the topic of is this the mark of the beast, um, I want to mainly speak to our brothers and sisters in Christ um, in the faith. And I pray that the words that I use here helps to edify um, you as part of the body, the body of Christ and as the church, as we deal with this topic. So is this the mark of the beast? The short answer to that is obviously no. And here are my points as to why. 
the first reason this this doesn't align with God's calendar um, from scripture. Certain events need to take place which haven't happened yet. So in terms of the timeline, it doesn't fit, um, it doesn't fit just yet. Uh, for example, the man of lawlessness is spoken of in 2 Timothy 2 verse 3 hasn't revealed himself yet. Also known as the Antichrist or the one world ruler is spoken of in Revelation 13. So that person needs to be revealed first. Secondly, the mark of the beast is authorized by this one man. And this isn't the case here. Thirdly, the mark will either be on the right hand or on the forehead. And the mark itself will either be his name or a number. And this still doesn't fit the description of the vaccine. My next point is, if we look at the mark itself, um, and in the Greek, when it's used in um, Revelation 13, the word is charagma or charagma. I don't know how to say it in the Greek, but um, it means a stamp or an imprinted mark, meaning that it's a visible, um, it's visible and it is to be seen. So the belief that the mark is the vaccine um, doesn't fit the biblical narrative. And I, I do encourage the listener to, to go back and look at it for yourself, the, the scriptures that I've given. And I hope that it challenges you to um, get dig deeper into scripture as well as we find truth. And we'll make sure that we put those verses uh, that we've talked about um, in, a, in a paper form or a PDF, and we'll put it with this Talanoa as well. I'm just going to invite uh, my, um, my brother Tony uh, to unmute, and then we're going to ask him a couple of questions about the mandates and, and the lockdown and so on. So, uh, my Lord, Tony, how are you? Good, thanks. Uh, good to be here. Uh, cool. So Tony is one of the other uh, Fresh Truth brothers. Um, remember, we are budget as, and so we're just a <laughs> bunch of, we're not um, superhero Christians or celebrities or anything like that, but we're just a bunch of brothers. And, other, and there's a whole bunch of other people that are supporting us as well and helping us who love God and love his word. Yeah. Hey, Tony, the main question that I have um, for you today is around this idea of of um, should I be submitting to the government versus uh, should I be defying the government? And there's a lot of Christians that are wrestling with this, you know, should, uh, a lockdown is taking my freedoms away. I need to submit. Whereas others are saying, nah, stuff, I need to defy government and, and push against it. What's your view from a biblical perspective? Um, well, the Bible does tell us in Romans 13, uh, verses 1 to 7, that we should submit to the authorities that um, God has placed before us. But one of the things you need to look closely in the text is that the government is there, that if we do evil, then that government should punish us for the evil that we're doing. So if the government is not doing, um, is creating evil, then we shouldn't submit to those things. In terms of these uh, mandates, um, I don't think they should be mandated um, in terms of telling us how we should, um, you know, make decisions. The government shouldn't make decisions on our behalf for our health. You know, they shouldn't mandate it. It should be optional. So there, by doing the mandate, they're actually taking away some of our rights. And so as citizens of this country, we have certain rights that we, that we should hold on to. And so for people who... Uh, don't want to take the mandates, then they should have the right not to take them. And for those who do want to take the mandate, that's fine too. 
the issue is that we shouldn't um, we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, be too worried about whether you've got the vaccine or not getting the vaccine. Um, the sad thing is that because of these mandates now, people are beginning to lose their jobs if they don't take the vaccine. And that seems to be um, taking away our freedoms and our rights that we have as citizens of this country. So Tony, would your position be looking at, at, at Romans 13, looking at um, what First Peter 2 talks about as well in terms of submission to the authorities, mm. would your position be biblically that it's still time for us to as Christians to keep submitting because a bunch of other Christians are saying, no, actually we should push back. Uh, this is really isn't the, the sense of what, what is the biblical perspective. Uh, in this country as citizens, we have certain rights. Mm. And so this is an issue of rights, you know, not, it's not a biblical thing. So if you want to keep your rights, then you can push back on your rights. But for us as believers, mm. We shouldn't discriminate on whether somebody is vaccinated or someone is not vaccinated. So that's the issue with us as believers. We continue to be obedient and um, obey the authorities above us as long as it doesn't go against biblical truth. Mm. And so for these things, these are personal decisions based on our rights. That these aren't biblical rights, these are citizen rights. And so yeah. as believers, you can make your own decision you know, whether you want to push back on that because it's your rights as a citizen. But as believers, it doesn't really matter for us. We, if you look at uh, the vast majority of believers in the world today, a lot of them don't have rights. They live under governments that oppress them. And so um, I don't think it's an issue, biblical issue for us, but um, it's just a personal view on your rights as a citizen of New Zealand. Cool. Thanks for clarifying that, Tony. So, so basically... If I can try and summarize that, that is your conscience. It's up to your conscience in terms of what you choose yeah. in terms of responding to the mandates. Once it crosses an area of biblical truth mm. and, um, and an area where it either stops us from um, uh, worshiping or sharing the faith, that's yeah. those issues that become very biblical as such are. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, when it crosses the line in terms of biblical truth and, and what we are to do as believers and the government mandates against that then we can push back on that and rebel. And like most of our brothers and sisters in countries where they're oppressed, they meet in secret, they meet in different places. Um, they continue to meet as brothers and sisters in Christ and to fellowship and to praise God and, and continue to witness and, and share the gospel, even though it's, it's contrary to the law, it's against the law in the land they, they live in. Cool. Thanks, brother. And just if you didn't know, and most recent figures show that about 350 million Christians are persecuted for their faith around the world. Christianity is the most persecuted faith in the world, and the majority of the Christian population in the world is facing some sort of persecution, whether it's a gun to the head, uh, rape, torture, abuse. And so, as Tony said, uh, praise the Lord that we have these freedoms in New Zealand that have been fought for. Uh, really hard so thanks Tony and just make sure that your dog's on a leash next time because he was he was wanting to do the mandate in his talk as well so thanks Tony gonna, my dogs have freedoms <laughs> yes yes that's right yeah, I've seen him roaming freedom and freedom into other houses so cool thanks Tony well I'm going to hand it over now uh, to brother Fred and uh, Fred is going to be discussing uh, quickly here 
uh, some views around the role of the church, but also the role of Christians during this time. So thanks, Bree. Thanks, Ronji. Um, to all of our um, listeners uh, that are that are able to listen through to this podcast. Uh, my name is Fred Luatua and part of the Fresh Truth Brothers here. And um, the question that's been uh, given to me is, is looking at the role of the church. And um, as we've heard from uh, Brother D and also Brother Tony and um, and Roji opening up, this conversation is a, it's a hot topic at the moment. But um, some, some people have reached out to us and we're looking at what's the role of the church in amongst this. And so I'm just gonna to respond to some of those things that um, that I guess front of mind uh, for a lot of the body of Christ at the moment. And I guess the first and foremost, I think, um, I believe from what scripture clearly teaches us is that the church needs to have a high view of scripture. Um, so in 2 Timothy 3.16 and Paul writes that all scripture is breathed by God, I think that needs to be the starting point of our churches, that our churches need to take it back and say, okay, whatever response we have, um, it needs to be biblical. And um, we need to have a, and that's a, that's sort of the, the, the where I want to start my response is that the church has a responsibility um, around their view of scripture and what is our view of scripture. And I think um, sometimes the church is getting caught out at the moment uh, in the heat of the conversation rather than taking out the discussion back to the views of scripture. And in uh, 2 Timothy 3.16, Paul encourages us around the, the scriptures and says that all scripture is breathed by God, useful and profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. And when we look at those things, those are the guidelines for the church um, in regards to any environment and any situation and the cultural um, and culture of the day. And so that's what we find our position in at the moment. Second, um, is that when we do look at scripture with regards to the role of the church, um, Hebrews 10 verses 23, 24, and 25 gives us um, the biblical mandate with regards to the role of the church and the authority of the church to gather together. Um, verse 24 um, in that book of Hebrews, uh, the author writes, uh, and he says there in verse 24, uh, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. So the author is talking about the body of Christ, the body of believers, that our role is to stir each other up. And then in verse 25, he says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Clearly, the Bible teaches that there is, for Christians and for believers, is that there is a gathering, uh, there is a coming together. It says there, um, uh, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some. And we see that in our, in the context of our day to day, you know, whether or not to gather together as a church. Um, and I would encourage um, the church um, with regards to a biblical response is that um, is the gathering and the fellowship of the brethren is crucial, is absolutely important. It's a priority for the body of Christ to come together, to fellowship with one another. Um, and there's also another question, do we allow vaccinated people and non-vaccinated people to gather together? Um, our response, and I believe that our response to that is that that's not biblical. The biblical view is for our the body of Christ, whether some choose not to vaccinate, or whether others choose to vaccinate, um, but the fellowship of the believers, it says there, the reason why is because so much more as you see the day approaching, 
and our encouragement for, from Fresh Truth is that the church needs together, um, needs to come together um, and let us stir one another, consider one another, and stir us up, um, especially with regards to the day of the Lord. And a third and final point that I just want to bring as well is that the Bible clearly teaches that the, that we as believers must love one another. First uh, John 5 verse 2 is that the evidence of a true believer and one born of God is that their love for the family of God. Huh? So the other evidence is that um, this whole topic around vaccination is quite a divisive one at the moment. Um, but let us encourage you as the believers that we must not be here to divide and conquer, but we must consider our love for one another. Jesus says in his very words in John 13, 35, the words of Jesus himself, he says, by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So if anything, just those two, uh, three points that I pointed out today is number one, the church should have a high view of scripture. And that's where we need to start from. Number two, the Bible clearly teaches the gathering of the believers, um, especially because we see that the day is approaching. And thirdly, we must continue to love one another, consider each other, even in these challenging times where we might have those hard discussions, but in those conversations, we must continue to love one another as part of the body of Christ. So that's a response that I have um, for part of our topic in our discussion today. Marlo, so if what? Awesome. Um, thanks for that, Freddie. Um, I'm here to kind of close it off. Uh, so here's kind of what I want to share. We're not here to really tell you whether to vaccinate or not. That's that's not a decision that we will uh, are, are pressuring on anyone. So that's a decision you'll need to make. You'll need to consider it through prayer, uh, thorough research, and whatever your circumstances are. Even if you haven't been able to tell, even amongst us, the five of us here, there's differing views on the vaccination and the mandate that accompanies it. So what is it that keeps us together in fellowship despite these differences? Two words, the gospel. There's a saying, keep the main thing the main thing, which means to keep your focus and efforts on the most important goals and not to be distracted by anything. And with regards to the gospel, the main thing is a person, the person of Jesus Christ, his life, his death and his resurrection and what this wonderful act of God does and did for us. So your salvation isn't based on whether you agree with the vaccine mandate or not. God's will isn't determined on whether you've got the jab or not. The gospel actually in itself has nothing to do with the COVID-19. Our focus as the body of Christ, and we heard uh, Feliki say it, and I want to express it through two verses. Hebrews 12 verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And Colossians uh, chapter 3 verse 2, set your mind on things above, not on the things on the earth. So um, as you can see, the word of God has defined our focus. It's defined our main thing is to find the most important goal, our head, Jesus Christ, who embodies the gospel. And the gospel is this. God created us to have a loving and perfect relationship with him. Unfortunately, we've destroyed that relationship by our sins. And as a result, we're appointed to eternal death and hell separated from God. But the good news, that's what the gospel means. The good news is that God and his mercy and grace doesn't want, us, doesn't want to leave us in that state. And, but he can't just brush aside our disobedience because he's perfect in justice. But because he's perfect in love, also, he came in the form of a man, Jesus Christ, lived a perfect, pure, unblemished life, took the eternal punishment of our sins, put it on himself, died, and then showed his power over death by rising again. So now because of this, God makes available to us his free, beautiful gift of grace. 
this is what unifies us here at Fresh Truth, and this is what sh should unify our church. So um, we know you guys have to navigate a lot of decisions around COVID, um, actually anything in life. Remember, keep the main thing, the main thing, our Messiah, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, all the other things, even though they may play a significant part in your life, sit on the sidelines. What might this look like practically? Well, there's kind of three things I want to pull from Ephesians 4 that might guide us on this. Number one, deal with one another in humility and gentleness. Number two, being patient with one another. And number three, endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. These, are the, these things are guided and strengthened by the overall principle of our principle, Lord Jesus Christ. So to conclude, um, what I want to say, I'll end with the words from Paul, uh, from 2 Corinthians 13, verse 11. Finally, brethren, farewell. Become complete. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Take. Hey, uh, family, thanks for um, listening and watching tonight. Uh, look, we really hope uh, that uh, this was encouraging and helpful in some way with some of the big questions uh, that we're facing today with lockdown ma uh, mandates, vaccines, and so on. And family, we absolutely acknowledge that these are tough times. We welcome your constructive comments and thoughts. Uh, please feel free. If you, if you agree or disagree with these perspectives, that's, that's all good. But we, we wanted to look as, as a group of Fresh Truth Brothers, we wanted to look at what the scriptures say to find um, help and to find hopefully some answers and some guiding principles to the massive questions and challenges that we're facing. If you have any questions, please ask us. Hit us up on the different platforms. We'll do our best to respond with biblical answers. And if you have prayer requests, man, we, we, we'd love to pray for you and your family. So please add, add it as a comment or send us a private message. On behalf of the Fresh Truth Brothers, we want to thank you all for listening. Uh, and finally, as Jude 1 verse 25 says, to the only wise God, uh, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. Uh, family, we just wanted to close in a short word of prayer. Uh, and so we'd just like to invite you to pray with us. Let us pray. Father, we just pause to give you the glory and honor that you alone deserve. Father, we thank you that your word says in Psalms, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Lord, our desire today as a group of brothers, budget as brothers from South Auckland, was to come and try and give biblical principles and answers and perspectives uh, into some of the major questions that we're asking. And so, God, we pray as a group of brothers for everyone that's listened or heard or watched today. And, Father, we pray uh, that, Lord, you would continue to do the work in their heart. We pray for those who are believers, uh, that, Lord, the questions that they're facing, that this would be fruitful and encouraging, would hopefully be helpful and push them back to the word of God, because your word is our lamp and the light to our path, and it is sufficient for us and infallible uh, and all we need. And so that, that would encourage the believers. And Lord, for those that are non-believers and who've heard some views and some perspectives, but also a wonderful representation of the gospel, Father, we pray that they would bow the knee of their heart, that they would see their wretchedness before a holy God, and they would see the free gift of grace that is offered through your son, Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for each one. We pray for our country. Uh, we pray for the things that are going, for those that are facing big questions, those that are losing jobs, those that are 
that are, that are challenged, as those that are being divided in churches and families and workplaces. We pray for them. And Father, we pray that your good, pleasing, and perfect will would continue to be done in the middle of this challenging context. And so we pray all these things in the beautiful, matchless, and glorious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Cool. Well, that's us from the Fresh Truth family. Uh, so um, we'll put this up online. We'll put up the Bible verses. But thanks for listening to Fast Way 4. God bless you guys. Amazing.